Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode where I'm very, very pleased to be welcoming back Elaine Godley from Perfect Health. So Elaine, very, very warm welcome to you. Good morning, Paul. Lovely to be with you again. So um, today we're going to be talking about living your life in balance. Indeed, and that's so important. It's a really important topic that very few people even give um, consideration to. If, if our life is out of balance then that affects so many aspects of our life that affects our health our relationships our career um our, our sanity so um the the perfect 10 wellness program that i've created looks at 10 areas of our life and in in summary if we are in balance in those areas not necessarily in a, a perfect 10 obviously although we'd like to all have a perfect 10 score um, in things that we do but if we're in balance um, across those 10 areas then we're more likely to be happier healthier better relationships um you know calmer and so on and so forth so that's um that's my kind of story really live live life in balance hmm. okay um i remember looking back uh, remembering back um elaine to that sort of first episode where you talk you talked to us particularly around the disc profiling and um, use uh, you know we we open that up a bit in terms of my own specific experiences. I mean, as a kind of litmus test or a check, call it what you will. Is there anything that we can do that is um, like an holistic test for living our life in balance? So it actually tests that we've got all those other aspects that you've just alluded to in your perfect ten, and they're all in place. Is there a simple? I use the word simple kind of loosely, but is this something we can do that says, yeah, do you know what, I'm on the right track here? Um, I think it's about how you feel and how authentic you are. I mean, that's an overused word these days, authentic and authenticity, mm. but um, it really is important to live your life in terms of who you are, not through the eyes and, and experiences of other people. And, you know, we have this sort of thing, the grass is always green on the other side. Well, actually, it's not. And living your own life in your way, to your rules, to your values, ethics, beliefs, that kind of thing, um, will stand you in good stead so that whatever life throws at you, you're better able to deal with it. You're more resilient, another overused word these days. But um, if you're if you're kind of grounded, if you're if you know who you are, if you are, you know, kind of solidly grounded in your own um, sense of purpose, then your well-being improves, your whole life, the vibration of everything that you do raises, and then whatever life does throw at you, you're better able to deal with it. So um, I think it's uh, out of everything, it's it's to me, it's about being authentic, know who you are, and that, that, as you rightly say, goes back to the DISC profiling, know what your personality style is, what your strengths are, 
but also what your limitations are. And um, that's that's the thing that really, looking back now, the school days, and, and also in business, people are constantly told, oh, you're not very good at this. Let's send you on a course to, to get better at, I don't know, being more assertive perhaps or um, being a, 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 a better at something or other that you're perceived at not being terribly good at. My view is completely the opposite. Acknowledge what you're good at. Also acknowledge what you're what you have limitations in doing and don't don't dwell on the limit limitations but excel and be a master in the things that you're naturally good at so that has the effect of again raising your vibration the feel good uh, factor comes into play your confidence rises and okay you know we can't all be good at everything but if by acknowledging that we're not good at everything and then collaborating with people who can then backfill for you the things that you're not so good at then you know we're all going to be living a happier, healthier life. So, for example, I have I have a, a lovely PA, Jessica, and she she loves the things that I really don't like doing, and I'm not very good at. So, it's it's um, it makes sense for us to to you know have this collaboration so that I can excel at what I love to do, and she can excel at what she loves to do, and we will live happily ever after. Yeah, in old money, Elaine, it's about that teamwork, isn't it? Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many sort of old money and new money words now, aren't there? You know, collaborations um, today, you know, collaborative working is, is the old teamwork and there is no I in team, is it? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I mean, this is something that uh, I smile about daily around this um, this new way of speaking and what have you. Well, for me, there isn't there isn't anything new in terms of words. Yes, the way we put them across and communicate is is different and, and more arguably more powerful as we get new levels of awareness. But you know, as you, you've just given a great example there about team working. You know, you can you can you can pin what fancy adjectives you want to it, but team working is team working, and the power of unity. You know, football teams don't. You know, football clubs should I say don't win leagues and trophies and championships. By by just having one player, uh, and I think that's a great but simple example. Absolutely, and the other thing that's um, lack sorely lacking in today's society, I feel, is common sense. And um, common sense actually isn't very common. I look around, and you know, I sometimes think the world's gone completely bonkers. There is no balance anymore. And um, you know, in in society, you know, we can't say half the things we used to be able to say years ago, some, some of which actually are, are now completely inappropriate, but many of them, you know, just it, it, the barometer has gone completely um, off, off the scale now for, for, for a lot of things in, in business and in personal life and so on. And, and it's, it's as though that there are some people that are going around looking for things to be offended for, um, you know, offended by. And, and I, I just don't understand it. You know, let's, let's all live together happily. Let's, um, you know, put the egos away, appreciate uh, everybody's skills and their, their their attributes and so on and so forth, and and uh, you know, let's let's apply a bit of common sense here and and balance. I mean, that that that's all I talk about really is is living life in balance is about applying common sense to everything that you do. Don't work all the hours God sends. Don't uh, abuse your body and eat, you know, all the wrong things that aren't nutritious and but that will make you fat and unhealthy. It's common sense. It's not rocket science. It's common sense. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I think, um, you know, when I look back on certainly my own development and, um, you know, the, the myriad of people that I speak to, and, and we look at the complications, Elaine, that arise in our lives with these, what I term labels, you know, I've picked this up, I've picked that up, you know, either from our, usually from our close circle. And um, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. So, you know, the process that I I work through is actually taking stripping those labels off. They're like plasters that we stick on ourselves as we go through life. And as we get older, we've got that many plasters and labels stuck all over us. We actually look in the mirror and believe that's who we are. Um, exactly. Which yeah, is, exactly. Is, is beyond farcical. Um, you know, and I say that with me up, the utmost respect to, you know, to people generally. But I certainly for many decades bought into that well, I say I bought into. I didn't know any better. is a is a more appropriate way to describe it. This this labelling, this this whole way of being, and I think it's not until we get something that's really life challenging and life life threatening that we actually do really take a look in the mirror and say, do you know what? I'm not having this anymore. Who told me that? Where did I get this belief from? Where, where did this come from? Who says it's right? You know, it may be a doctor or another professional um, that's you know perceived to have an higher level or a deeper an opinion well that doesn't make them right it makes it an opinion and you know you know better than me Elaine around the health scenario particularly where you know professionals they, they do a great job there's no two ways about that but they don't always get it right either exactly and um raising uh, you you raised the point about beliefs um beliefs is one of the the 10 areas in the, the perfect 10 wellness program as you know so um their, their beliefs, values, attitudes, behaviour, mind, body, family, friends, work and home. They're the, they're the 10 areas. And applying common sense, collaboration, not overthinking. That's, that's another thing that people tend to do these days. Yeah. And yeah. whenever I do um, uh, posts on my social media or write blogs or anything, um, I find myself sometimes overthinking because I'm thinking, oh, what if this type of person reads this post or what would they read into it or what would they think? So I, I, I'm constantly changing the words that I intuitively write on the page to make sure that I don't offend people because you, you can't tell when you, with, with the written word, you can't tell the tone that somebody writes in. You can't see the cheeky glint in their eye that they're joking. <laughs> yeah. and so, so we have to be so careful now with the written word, which is why podcasts I think are so useful because you know people can hear the tone in our voice, and you know we can have a chuckle if you know if we're making a joke or whatever. But even then, you know, there's some wicked people out there that would take a word, a sentence, a phrase out of context, and then you know we're hearing it all the time with the with the politicians, um, you know, and, and false news and so on and so forth. Somebody will say something um, within context makes perfect sense. Out of context, it could be quite inflammatory, and I think it's just awful. The way that society is now kind of well, certain people in society have now seized upon the the technology which in many cases is absolutely fantastic and wonderful but in many respects also can be used to abuse people it's, it's very sad it's very sad with the individuals that that you know the technology in itself elaine is neutral isn't it it hasn't got any thoughts feelings or emotion it's a tool that humans choose to use for their own um benefit stroke manipulation and um 
you know that 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 kind of brings it back to me with what you've said about beliefs um you know if i from a personal point of view elaine and you know i buy into your stuff massively um but from a personal point of view if i had to single one of your 10 out it would be beliefs because i know immensely the power of the beliefs and, and the mind obviously the you know the um, the other half of the uh, I'll call it the culprit uh, because on the other half I'll call it the magical mind. It's that duality again. That in the, you know for every um, night there's a day, and that's how we look at life. If we say the word long, then by definition there's got to be a short. Um, if we say bright, there's got to be a dark. And so, but for me the the uh, the beliefs, Elaine. Uh, if I had to single one out of your excellent. Uh, you know your excellent uh, perfect 10 wellness program it would be it would be that one because i know the immense power of of how elevating or destructive they can be in equal measures yeah i, I agree with you paul beliefs and also the behavior they're, they're the top two for me the two b's because mm. um what we believe affects how we behave and then, you know, in turn, that affects everything that we do, the, the, the relationships we have with, with our family and our friends, our career, um, how we live, you know, happily or not at home, mm. um, the values that we hold um, and, and the, you know, the mind, the magical mind. I mean, that, that's amazing. The, the, the things that we can do with our mind are just absolutely phenomenal, Scare, scarily powerful, but also scare, scarily destructive. So, you know, what's in our mind, which is driven by our beliefs, you know, more often than not, or, and what's in our heart as well. But um, everything's interrelated, isn't it? You can't just sort of single one aspect of life out and just say, OK, well, if I concentrate on that, I'm going to be a better person. But yeah. Um, yes, to your earlier question, which which is, the, you know, single most thing, I suppose, um, yeah, beliefs um, is, is, is a major one. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. With, and with the beliefs element, Elaine, I mean, what I've um, learned to do with the mind um, over the years is actually treat it um, like, like, like a supercomputer. It's not me, but it's a part of me. And it's a very key part of me and it can be very creative. But I, within my higher self-awareness, I will use that computer, that super magical mind computer I will use it for my benefit. And the other side of that, when it doesn't want to be a computer because it's got a virus in it and it wants to play up, I have to quieten it down, to quieten it down. But that's that's about having the awareness to know what's really going off, isn't it? And to think, well, okay, do you know what? I feel really terrible today. I feel angry. I feel frustrated. I feel this. I feel that. I feel negative. And I, I, I want to get off the bus today. I don't want to tell the world I don't want to play today. And, and we, you know, and so we all have those days, and that's fine, um, as long as we're aware of them. Um, but what I learned to do with that, um, when I'm in that kind of, um, dare I say, natural mood, Elaine, is just say, okay, let's take a few deep breaths here. Mind, what is it? What what it computer mind? Call it what you will. I have actually got a name for him. Um, what is it? What it? What, what's wrong today? Why is it? Why why are you feeling this way? Why are you acting like a little spoiled brat, a little child? <laughs> And, and I love this kind of inner dialogue with him and, you know, and basically calm him down with a bit of meditation and just take the sting out of that that poor little child because it is the inner child that's playing up and that, um, you know, that uh, reticulating behaviour. And, uh, yeah, just, just calm him down. But I think, as you know, the risk of labouring the point, Elaine, for me, that, that wonderful magical mind, it's, uh, 
it is an immensely powerful uh, computer that we need to keep on side and we need to make sure that there's not too many downloads of viruses in there because if there are the whole the whole computer will be corrupt and then uh, that's a metaphor for uh, having a very problemed life indeed and and that's also um relates to something you said earlier on that that you didn't know any better you were sort of kind of going along with with stuff because you didn't know any better mm. and and none of us know any better until we learn until we do personal development but so many people don't know about personal development and they don't know that they can shift themselves out of um the paradigm that they've been sort of brought up in and um, thinking that you know everybody else knows better and they they know nothing sort of thing. So it's it's a very um, it's a very interesting field to talk about and to and to observe other people. And I'm, I meet so many people as you know day to day as you do, Paul. And so many of them just just don't don't get the personal development bit. They don't they don't realise they can do something to help themselves. They go along in their their, their little world thinking that oh well you know. This is what the what I've been dealt with in life, you know. Just put up, shut up, which is kind of how I was sort of brought up, really. Um, and when you think how our grandparents, I mean, they were they were brought up in the Victorian era, where you literally did have to put up and shut up, don't speak till you're spoken to, and mm. um, and it didn't exist, really, did we? In, in, back in those days. So um, there's an awful lot we can do to help ourselves. So, but there's plenty. I mean, there's millions of people out there, and not everybody's going to hear what we have to say. Um, I know I get on people's nerves at times with my uber positivity, but um, there we are. That's their problem, not mine. <laughs> well, you know, I was uh, sort of on that and picking up on that thread, Elaine. I, I feel that we, um, and I say we as um, as, as um, I don't necessarily sort of personal development, but as practitioners, as life practitioners, because that's what we are. We have that responsibility to. And I use the word loosely, but educate and, and re. I think the whole world now has come to is hit a wall, and it needs. When you look at the educational system, you look at culturally how we are as a world. You know, the world for me, Elaine, is crying out for something new, for this re-education. You know, even in schools about you know teaching our, our youngsters the importance. Of, of relationships for me it should be number one on the curriculum before you even start to learn to add up what one and one is you know the importance of relationships and and particularly around emotional giggly subjects like love you know this is you know i speak about love passionately and openly to so many people even guys that are still at the real sharp end of life and girls and i use that term sort of uh, collectively but you know about and it's like paul you've gone all soft what are you talking about love for because it's <laughs> it's it's what holds this world together do you love your mother do you love your father your brother you yeah of course you do the only difference is you you you're quite you live in the other side of that coin called fear because you don't want to talk about it particularly people in a lot of you know masculine energy and i think there's this whole movement elaine that's needed to re-educate ourselves um around the reality because for me the reality is and it is a very 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 black and white choice you can either live with love and all its beauty and challenges or you can live in fear and what i've learned the very 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 hard way elaine it's a one-horse race absolutely and you you have um reminded me about your your abc you know the the awareness of, yeah. of where where you're at yeah. a lot of people don't, don't realize where they're at they don't realize that they've got themselves in this bit of a sort of a funky 
funky mode of 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 living and um they've, they've got themselves in a bit of a pickle so it's not until somebody from the outside outside who's you know well-meaning you know thoughtful kind loving etc will will wake them up but sometimes just people aren't ready to receive the message are they so being being aware and acknowledging where you know the state that you're that you're in um is is the beginning point so so your abc uh, paul remind us what that is uh, as you quite rightly say elaine the a is the awareness that's the starting point for everything in our lives no matter what and i use the simple metaphoric example of going on a journey if you was plotting a journey say i don't know to scotland or up north or wherever it was um you would plot that journey based on where is your starting point because it's no good saying i'll go 160 degrees north and then 20 degrees south well depending where you are that could take you anywhere in the world um so awareness um and there's and you know i think the important thing to accept on this is there's no judgment it doesn't matter where you are beware of comparison uh, i should yeah but you know i'm i'm nearly 60 now and i should be a bit further on in life rubbish you are where you are because of the level of awareness that you've got and so the uh, that's that's the that's the line in the sand the b elaine is what we've just kind of flirted with the beliefs that is the filling in the sandwich absolutely you know the one slice of bread is the a the real meat uh no i won't say meat for the risk of offending um <laughs> people that are vegan or vegetarian um, but the the real uh, as I said filling in the sandwich is the beliefs because that is the key to where we go and the, the almost the get out of jail card if you will is the C the creativity and I've kind of alluded to this earlier on Elaine with the supercomputer that we have upstairs which we call our mind um, or our brain which is the um, I don't want to get too sort of technical about the hardware and software difference between the two but basically that thing that we have upstairs that tells us to do things and we behave a certain way because we're fed up or, or whatever it is the behavioral stuff that you alluded to and the beliefs as well but using the creativity to say okay supercomputer beautiful mind of mine best friend call it what you will um how can i get out of this challenge and to use that example um, or use another example, Elaine, of being um, stuck in the rut around a belief. I use, um, give the insight of an helicopter. So if you imagine an helicopter in a field, and what we tend to do in life is focus on one metaphoric blade of grass. And so here we are sitting in this helicopter, and we're looking down, but all we can focus on is this one blade of grass in the middle of millions, because we can still see it by sitting in an helicopter. And and somebody will say, well, why are you focusing on that one blade? Oh, you don't understand. You've, you, you don't know what it's like to have that particular blade of grass. You wouldn't understand. You've never been there. Right, okay. So then what I say is, okay, well, let's go on a journey then. Let's go on a journey of discovery and see really in the grand scheme of things how important that one particular blade of grass is. So we'll say to the co-pilot, take her up, take the helicopter up. And as we go up, and as we go up and as we go up, we, we try and keep focus on that one blade of grass, but it just it just dissipates into oblivion to the point where we're up in the air and all we see is a square field or a rectangular field of green. We just see a big green image. 
and the more we go up the more that actually disappears so that the moral of this story elaine is forget the blade of grass because that'll come and go that'll get tossed around by the helicopter's blades anyway in life that happens that that is reality but even more importantly when we go on a journey of discovery not only do we lose that blade of grass we can actually lose that field if we choose not to and we can go on a journey of discovery that will take us into new fields and that is called awareness and that for me is where we start to use our mind creatively to serve us rather than hinder us so apologies for going a little bit on a on a sub journey there elaine but uh, hopefully that answers your question absolutely yeah that's an interesting journey in a helicopter thank you <laughs> yeah so, so, um, so yeah so bringing it all sort of together then it's um we're, we're, we're on the same page as we always are paul and you know living life in balance is just so important it really really is and um all of the 10 areas um as i said family friends work home beliefs values attitudes behavior mind and body if we get those into um some kind of balance whatever that balance is the right for us and the balance for me will be different to you to the next person and so on so whatever the right balance is for us then we have a much better chance of minimising our risks of um, things going wrong, our health suffering, and um, so on and so forth. Yeah. And, you know, yet again, at the risk of oversimplifying things, because I'm very much in this mindset these days of how simple can we make, you know, how as teachers, how simple, as practitioners, how simple can we make you know, can we convey our language, our lessons and choose our words so that, you know, people that are in uh, that, that are suffering and want to move on, that they understand and, and more importantly, are inspired to do so. And, and I come back, Elaine, I mean, I love the ABC uh, model because it's one that's, you know, that's derived as a result of, you know, I know it works. It works upside down, inside out. But I think what's even simpler for me um and i've already alluded to it but you know apologies for reinforcing it is that understanding and the choice we have to live a life either in fear or love and really when you you know and i know you're part of the uh, speaking from our hearts movement elaine and you know just to sort of give that some context in 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 terms of living a life in balance that's you know that's exactly what it's about it's it's about learning to speak from your heart and, and, you know, overcoming those fears because everybody's got a message. Everybody does want to be heard. You know, and I've said many times before, some people want to shout it, you know, to the from, to millions from the, um, you know, from the rooftops, you know, Allah, I have seen the promised land. Um, and that's that's phenomenal. You know, that's history making stuff. But for most people, it's that more quiet. I just need somebody to talk to. You know, I had a conversation last night, Elaine, with uh, um, with my ex-wife around a certain situation. And, and she said something and it stopped me in my tracks because she was going back down memory lane around a, a sort of challenging situation over over somebody that's close to us. And and I kind of started my mind started to defend the situation. And she said, yeah, but you're the only one that's going to hear my voice. And you know what, Elaine, that stopped me in my tracks, stopped me in my tracks because I know that's true. And that's true for every single one of us. We've all got a voice. We all need not just want, but need to be heard. And that for me is part of a massive part of living life in balance. 
Absolutely right. And your your um, fantastic movement, speaking from our hearts, um, supports exactly that. So uh, definitely we're, we're, we're giving the same message consistently. So with that kind of wraps up the perfect 10, um, Elaine, unless I'm mistaken. No, no, we're good. Okay. Um, so um, I always ask this, as you know, on the on the previous nine um, perfect 10 episodes, how do people get in touch with you? How can they find out more? You know, I know you've got face, a Facebook group. So uh, do you want to share those details, Elaine? Yeah, sure. Um, my website is www.perfect-health.co.uk. Um, I also have a, a website, elainegodley.com. And my Facebook is um, Perfect Health with Elaine Godley. That's a group. We've got Currently, we've got about 2,500 people in the group. And it's used as a, a go-to resource for, for many people who've got um, various different challenges. And there's always somebody in the group that will jump on and, and give an answer or um, some suggestions on how to help. It's primarily health, um, as the title says. So Perfect Health with Elaine Godley on um, Facebook, elainegodley.com or perfect-health.co.uk. Super. Okay, then, Elaine, well, I know we'll be moving on to other stuff now. We've wrapped up the perfect 10. So um, I just want to say thank you for, for sharing your invaluable insights. Uh, I know that they will actually uh, literally help to save lives. I've got no hesitation in, in, in putting my name to that and saying that because I absolutely believe it to be true. So, yeah, thank you sincerely, Elaine, for the stuff that you've shared. Most welcome. It's been a joy. And uh, for the for the listeners, I think all that remains to be said is, you know, try and live your life in balance. And, you know, if you if you if you're struggling a little bit in that uh, capacity, then reach out uh, to myself, to Elaine. And um, I'm sure they'll be more than glad to help. But until then, take care. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success.